Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please. Please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. They don't know. What they don't know, we don't know. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 71 of Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. I am here, as always, with my wonderful, beautiful... I haven't done that in a Whoa. while. Wonderful and yeah. beautiful. I need Come more on. adjectives. I need more. Wonderful, beautiful, uh, yes. stupendous, yes. Wow. Yes. attractive. Yes, good. I that's like a, it. That's, the, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take it. Yellow. No. Yeah. That's just hey. a color. Hey. Oh, yeah. Who are you calling? Callow. Callow. I thought that was a compliment. What's happened? We just made a Mallrats These and a Back, back to the Future reference. It was <laughs> Way back. It was good. Uh, Abigail Gardner, how are you? I'm good. And how are you guys doing? Uh, wait, did you just say, I'm how are you guys I'm, doing? I'm okay. I'm how are you guys? Fit- yeah, she's doing great, obviously. Yeah, I'm, yeah, how, I'm doing so good. I'm how you guys are doing. Jacob Walsh, <laughs> yeah. how are you doing, man? I am very well. Thank you. That's very well. Well, the, welcome to the Yes Have Some podcast. Thank uh, you. To oh wait, you're not talking to me. You're talking to, to everybody. You're talking to me. Take. To everybody. Okay. Uh, uh, right off the bat, this is what I got to say. Thank you so much to our amazing listeners. Uh, last week's episode, our it review was officially our most downloaded episode ever. Mm-hmm. People did. much All like the, as movie, well as the movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> so it has good. made about three hundred million dollars, and we have made. Thousands and thousands of downloads. Uh-huh. Uh, Which equates to one very big dinner that we're, we're going to go get, to. Guys, the dinner will be <laughs> just... Oh, it's going to be big, y'all. It's Any excuse for a big dinner. Where are we going? Lay, lay this out for me. A little little yes, have some fan Either fiction. salad buffet or vegan Chinese food. Okay. You pick. Can we do both? Do both? Do a bang bang? Double dinner? Oh, sweet tomatoes <laughs> and Chinese food. I'm down. Jake, you know about the bang bang, right? No, back to back. I don't. So I, I think, don't even watch that show. It's I think it was Louis. on Louis. Yes, like Louis, Louis C.K. Uh, okay. His TV show, they did a thing where it's called a bang bang. It's where you go eat a big lunch and then you immediately leave the restaurant and go to a different restaurant and eat lunch <laughs> again. Like a second lunch. <laughs> bang That's bang. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've the, done that. I've done that for like breakfast for sure. Before. Right. Yeah. When you eat breakfast at like 11 and then you're like, well, it's time for lunch. So yeah. You get a second one to take for later, right? Uh, no, but in all seriousness, thank you so much to our listeners and, uh, to any new listeners out there who may have found us uh, searching 
uh, for a review of it, for people mm-hmm. talking about Scary Sewer Clowns, mm-hmm. which also would have been a better name yeah. for the movie. I think that's better. It's alliteration. So it. I think maybe, Stephen maybe King should have thought more. Um, I bet there's going to be some foreign remake or like a bootleg version Whoa. called <laughs> Scary Sewer Clowns. Yeah, I hope so. Right. Or we can just make that one. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say Weekend at Scary Sewer Clowns. Whoa, that's wait, the one that's that we're making. Wait, yeah. so they're car- it's Weekend at Bernie's, but Pennywise is dead. Pennywise up the whole time and act like he's alive. <laughs> Weekend at Pennies. It's a total flip. I like it. Weekend at Pennies. Uh, John, you're your cable? Get on it. Yeah. Weekend at Pennies? Thank you, John. Uh, do you remember the second – is it the second Weekend at Bernie's where when the music plays, he dances? Yes. It's like they do the voodoo – that's the, always the one that I watched. That was the funnier one to me. It yeah. was Weekend mm-hmm. at Bernie's. Too. You know, the first one, they're just carrying around a dead guy, but the second one really upped the ante. He starts <laughs> He really loosened up. He's uh, he really he's developed going for the gold. Um well, cool. So, yeah, thank you, everybody, uh, for checking us out uh, last week's episode. If you, for some reason, missed it, go uh, go to mm-hmm. iTunes. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Download it. Mm-hmm. You can link off Facebook, yeeshavesomecast.com. Mm-hmm. Drop a star. Dro- <laughs> Drop, like, five of them. Uh, why not, why not five? Yeah, we, we talked about it last week, and I won't harp on it too long this week, but it does really help us a lot, guys, uh, to leave those reviews and those, those star ratings on iTunes. Uh, maybe five stars. Maybe not three. Uh, yeah. Maybe five. <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, hashtag, what was it? Too many eggs on the basket. Too much eggs on yeah. the basket. Too much eggs on the basket. If you don't know what we're talking about, that's because we're playing a little, Keep ins- update. A little inside baseball. Keep updates. We'll make you busy and known for the podcast. Yes, have some. Facebook group therapy is our uh, Facebook group. We had a lot of fun in there this week talking about it and talking about all sorts of stuff. So uh, go check that out. But guys, here's the thing. We just did an interview, which our audience is about to hear. With Carlos Wante. Now, if you don't know who Carlos Wante is, he is a concept artist and basically what Abby called him, he's a creature designer. He's a monster yeah. inventor. Yeah. He invents monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, mm-hmm. this guy, uh, Carlos Wante, Jake connected with him this week. Uh, we asked him on the show and wow, we just had an awesome talk with him. He worked on It. Mm-hmm. He's worked on Prometheus. He His first job ever was doing design work for the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, concept art for real uh, yeah. Ghostbusters. And, uh, he's in our wheelhouse. Like, he's in our nook, he, and he is an awesome dude. Yeah, like, if you his like... His body of work is impressive. If you are a fan of the things we talk about as far as movies go, uh, he's worked on everything. He's done work uh, with the Universal Monsters, Godzilla. He's worked with amazing directors. We talked about Ridley Scott. We talked mm-hmm. about Prometheus. We talked a ton about It mm-hmm. and Pennywise mm-hmm. and the work he did on that. Um, so it's a really great conversation. We had a lot of fun. Um, and it's cool because not only does he do like he does creature design and he draws monsters basically, uh, but he also does sequences. And we, you know, mm-hmm. he, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it. It's all in the interview. Don't spoil it. Don't yeah. it's spoil up. it. It's, it's coming, coming up. up like immediately. It's yeah. coming up like yeah. literally when we're done talking, you will hear us right. talking again. Mm-hmm. But there'll be a fourth person, mm-hmm. uh, Carlos Wante. But before we get to that, I do want to say um, you're going to want to check out his artwork. Uh, and the main two places you can do that are on Instagram. So you're going to want to go to. Carlos underscore Wante. That's spelled H-U-A-N-T-E. Carlos Wante on Instagram. And then he's got his other page uh, with a lot of his personal sketches and just some really amazing design work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be at Gallery Anatom. Mm-hmm. That's G-A-L-L-E-R-Y A-N-A-T-O-M. And of course, we'll link to those. And on. you're going to want to see his It sketchbook, which he has like five videos up that he goes and like flips through the pages slowly. And those are amazing. I've watched them several times and we talk about them. So Actually, before we get to the interview, Jake, why don't you set it up? I mean, how did you 
we the thing was we had all seen his artwork before, but like you said during when we talked to him, we never we really we didn't put yeah. two and two together that this was <clears throat> the same person doing this. Stuff. As soon as I started seeing the stuff, I was like, wait, I've seen this before. I've seen this before. Oh, he worked on this. Uh, I just came across his artwork, I think, uh, on Instagram, like just on the Explore page. It's my Explore page on Instagram is basically just full of it stuff, mm-hmm. and I've just been spending hours just looking through, you know, finding cool stuff. And I just, I just happened to see some artwork, and I was like, well, "What is this?" I click on it, and it was, it was a video of of him going through his it sketchbook. He 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 put on he put together almost a full sketchbook of just stuff for the new film that he worked on. And, uh, it's, it's pretty out there stuff. It's pretty crazy looking. We just, we, we kind of started talking, had a back and forth going. And that's when I found out like all of these things he's worked on, you know, and I started putting two to two and two together and being like, Whoa, he drew this, he did this. And right. yeah, yeah so that, that was where it came from. It's like an unbelievable, well, he's been, and he talks about it. He's been doing this for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like we said, he got a start on real ghostbusters and He's he's basically touched like all of these properties that we love, all these things we talk about, everything, you know, like we said, from Alien all the way up, you know, or Prometheus and It and Blade Runner and Batman Forever and we we, we touch on everything. Um mm-hmm. and he was a fan of those properties before working yeah. on them. Like he loved Alien, so it's he's yeah. one of us, like at least in the he's beginning. He's one of us. He's super passionate. Yeah. Uh not gonna lie, he's got some really strong opinions about the current state of uh and I like it of art in, mm-hmm. in Hollywood and, and you know the difference is, well, like I said, we can't spoil it, guys. Mm-hmm. Come on. We're not going to give away. We're, we're getting into we're it. We're getting into it. Uh, but awesome. Thank you so much to Carlos for uh, hanging out with us uh, for over an hour. Like, yeah. We just had a really good time. Um, yeah. So that interview is coming up now. Um, and we'd love to get some feedback from our listeners once you guys check it out. Come to Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast. Come to Facebook. Yes Have Some group therapy that's where we have all of our conversations mm-hmm. that's where we're breaking everything down mm-hmm. have a little 24/7, 24/7 stressing out it's good those we'll notifications pop I love it all the time um, <laughs> and uh, yeah we hope you guys enjoy because we had a lot of fun so Carlos Wante thank you so much for joining us uh, we really appreciate uh, you stopping by to chat for a few minutes uh uh, or maybe hours. You never know. This could go. Oh, this could be days. Is that a threat? It, it's a threat. You keep days. We could um, keep you a while. It's uh, <laughs> it's what Pennywise is. He's taken the fear of a long form podcast. Yeah, got it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's sucking um, it in. Yeah. Uh, no, but Carlos, uh, thank you. So um, yeah, Jake reached out to you this week, and uh, this all started. So we've been we've been talking about it, and um, more specifically you know, some of the production art that's been coming out. And once a movie comes out, you start seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff. And, uh, yeah. you, you had done some incredible, uh, concept art, um, for the movie. But, but I guess before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit, uh, about yourself, what you do and, and where you came from and all that. Um, well, I mean, long story short, <laughs> um, uh, thanks for having me on first. Uh, you, you know, um, Cool, cool thing. Um, you know, I I work in the film industry uh, designing um, uh, creatures. You know what I mean? Uh, when I got in uh, many, many years ago now, um, the position that I have now did not exist. Of course, there were no computers back then, which is dating me now. Uh, <laughs> there was no digital at all. I mean, my wife uh, 
that I just got married to had a, a I mean, a back in when I started, I, I got married and then I started working essentially because I saw the desperation and need to make money, you mm-hmm. know, in the fact that I was getting married. So I decided to go after, jump all the way into this industry that I had tried prior to getting married and hated. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's just the politics were overwhelming. Um, and once, and she had this computer that was like this weird, it was ran on DOS, you know, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. floppy disks and everything. And I was Commander Kletos playing these dot games on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's weird that the computers have come so far now that they're like now integrated even into what I do. Uh, back then they weren't. And so we drew everything, painted, every, uh, drew everything, uh, you know, painted with real paint markers and sculpted everything in clay which I still do to this day, but uh, so uh, essentially walking into an industry that didn't exist, creating it uh, by pushing in uh, to the industry hard and suggesting to them that they needed uh, people to design uh, that were strictly designers, freelance uh, artists. So, okay, uh, you know what I mean? And because they had, you understand that there was, the industry was filled with, people that did everything. So everyone was a generalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were no, there was no such thing as a, a designated kind of like a position that, uh, uh, for designers, Got it. you know, I'm, I'm trying to grab this whole thing and just kind of put it together for you guys, which I hope I'm making some sense here. No, um, absolutely. I mean, I feel like yeah. what... there wasn't a position for like a monster inventor, which is kind of what you are. Like <laughs> yeah. you sit and you create the monsters, right? <laughs> That's right. And that's very that's cool right. that you kind of created that for yourself, and um, I kind of I do see what you're saying. I mean, you see that in a lot of industries too, where where things you know people become like jack of all trades, and then that really yeah. kind of hurts the work. Um, and we're we're kind of going back to that now in Hollywood, where now with these corporations and now with digital effects, right? Mm-hmm. It's now become giant corporations again of these VFX houses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with ILM now being this giant digital place. You know, you got a digital domain, all these giant visual effects houses that are out there. And uh, they have now, be- when you go work for a place like that, you know, it's a corporation. It's You're working. You have to take a drug test mm-hmm. to get a job now mm-hmm. and fill out an application. Yeah. And, you know, you have to behave properly. You yeah. know, artists, artists are crazy people. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we know all about that crazy life. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been in shops where, you know, it's drug time at the end of the day, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. these are famous drug. These are famous drug shops. These are famous makeup shops. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? and that's the way they operate. It wasn't a thing, you know, it was just the way these people live. I never participated because it's never my thing, mm-hmm. but I would just, they, I, they invite me in every night, you know, and I go, no, you know, you guys, I got to, you know, responsibilities. You got to go home. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Have fun. I'll talk to you guys later. You know, very right. funny, but, how are they going to organize real artists to work in a corporate kind of, uh, you know, environment? Uh, so they don't get real artists in there anymore. Um, if they I don't can, work. If I, can, if I can interject real quick, I mean, how, yeah. um, like, how much do you think that's like you see, like you said, modern filmmaking? Um, it is very. It's like a conglomerate. You've got these effects houses, and they work for the studios, and they're churning out. You know, you've got artists working on projects that they might not even care about. Mm-hmm. How much yep. do you think that what you're talking about is actually negatively affecting uh, the final product that we're seeing in, you know, your, well, your mainstream movies? Taking away from the originality or creativity. Well, that... I mean, 
Yeah, you, uh, I mean, how many uh, modern-day uh, creatures outside of, say, Pennywise, right? Mm -hmm. Outside of Pennywise, which was created with makeup. So analog, not digital, right? Ooh, what a concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> okay. right. Okay, <laughs> so outside of that, what memorable creatures have you had in the last, say, 20 years? Jake? Yeah, you're, you're not a lot. Go not a lot. Jake, right? <laughs> the only thing... The only th Thing that pops in my head is just like some of the stuff that the, that uh, like Guillermo del Toro is doing, and that's because it's he's makeup. into the way, yeah, because it's makeup, and it's because that that's just the only thing I could think of. Okay, which proves your yeah, point. exactly. It's a makeup. Yeah. It was done by uh, DDT, I think, in, in Spain, uh, and then some uh -huh. of it by Spectral Motion. Some of the guys there, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So these are all makeup shops that are doing that. These are traditional artists that are the crazy people that are making this stuff. Okay, yeah. So. The digital effects house is literally all the, the what they call artists there are technicians. You know what I mean? That right. know how to use the software. So you, the stuff that's being made now and actually designed on using uh, a lot of these digital uh, software packages are technicians, and that's mm -hmm. who's designing the stuff now because the artists won't touch it. They don't like right. it. Right. I wonder so, if that's. I wonder wrangled. if that's also why you get so much stuff like. I wonder if that's also why you get so many CGI creatures in, in completely different movies that all kind of look super similar. And it's just because everyone who's doing the work is following the same kind of pattern or all kind of learned to do the same thing. Yeah, Everything ends up just looking the same. Yeah, well, the imagination is not really there. Mm -hmm. Right. They just know it works. There's no, uh, you know, they're not really trying for anything different. They're trying to do what works. And honestly, if it's led by, and I mean, we're kind of going off subject, but let's, let's you know. Go. No, let's go. Uh, I like it. I like yeah, where we're going. Because, I mean, let me tell you something. I can rant about this pretty heavily. Um, <laughs> no, I'm digging it. Okay, because look, you got, you got a bunch of technicians in there, you know, and all they know is to regurgitate what works. You know what I mean? And right. So uh, you get like, uh, uh, you know, they know, they only know what they've seen. And you have anime, uh, animation leads that only want to work with stuff that they know how to animate, which is what they see, stuff they mm -hmm. can reference, right? Mm -hmm. So right. they're not pushing the envelope either. And then you have, uh, so you get those guys, all the technicians leading, and the guy that's supposed to be the artist is this guy that knows how to use the software down at the bottom. And mm -hmm. they treat him like he's a second-grade citizen. I mean, that guy is nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they, the production loves him because he's very unoffensive, right? Mm -hmm. right. He'll do whatever they ask. He'll do anything they ask because he has a job. So this guy will do anything he can, and he seems successful. And then you have a bunch of kids that are in school that want to emulate that guy because they think that guy's successful. And you have a bunch of watered-down nothings being bred, right? Mm -hmm. And so it is just brief. It's actually it's there's a uh, you know this is just this stuff is growing like fungus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mediocrity is all over the place. You know. Yeah. Because there's no real artists that are actually there pushing the envelope. Yeah, if you're not uh, tormented when, yourself by your own monsters, then where are the original monsters going to come from? You know what I mean? Like, if you're not right. going through your own stuff, or like, that's yeah. what I'm getting from what you're saying. So I like that. Like, if you're just a drone that's working in, you know, drawing because, or imitating stuff that, you know, is already out there, then I'm not nearly as interested in that. So that's why I dig your stuff. So. No, you, you know, if you're not laughing when you're designing your stuff and thinking they'll never make this. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Like, right. You need to be able to say that every time you design something, you should say oh, they'll never make this. And you're laughing while you're designing. If you're not yeah. there, you're not a guy. You're not the designer. You should just sit over there in the corner 
and let the adults handle the stuff. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like it. Oh, I like it. We're getting we're getting deep right off the bat. I like it. Urge. Well, I, so, we, so, I have my mug. I just slammed it on the table. Oh, there <laughs> it is. Good. Oh. Um, no, I mean we've this is uh, a constant topic that we've kind of come back to as we follow different productions has been the um, you, you don't want to simplify it as you know digital effects versus. Um, you know, like you say, analog effects or no, uh, practical, you know, practical, animatronic. Yeah. Um, yeah. but but um, we talk about it a lot, and like mm-hmm. we and you know we really covered the new Ghostbusters movie last year, um, right? Very mm-hmm. heavily. Uh, we we're all huge Ghostbusters fans, and we um, we knew people on the production, and we were kind of tracking it as it went along. And, and the early word was that you know there was going to be a lot of of those you know more classic practical effects and. It wasn't going to rely as heavy on or uh, heavily on on the digital stuff. And you know, when the movie came out, it was it was you know pretty. You know, people kept saying this looks like Scooby Doo, um, probably because the people <laughs> who worked on Scooby Doo also made Ghostbusters and Haunted Mansion and mm-hmm. everything else. But um, uh, yeah, I haven't seen. I actually never. I hadn't seen. I haven't seen the second uh, the uh, Ghostbusters. Answer movie the call. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I haven't seen it. You're doing okay. I, I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to, but uh, the cast was perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell they could screw that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but from everyone I heard, they they screwed it up. You know, I don't know how you screw that up. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how you do that. I mean, I would definitely. There's re- a there's a very long history on how they screwed it up. Yeah, yeah we started <laughs> yeah. a podcast. It kind of goes back pretty far. So. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of things that I say I, I just can't. I don't know how you screw that one up. Right. You know? Yeah, that's what we were saying about the Dark Tower. So, and I'm in that position. <laughs> yeah. I've not even seen that. So, <laughs> well, let me tell you. You know that. Okay. You know, I was supposed to work on the Ghostbusters uh, movie. I actually got the call for it. Um, wow. Did you? But answer? I ended up on. Uh, I was working on Skull Island, I think, at the time. Oh, um, cool. Wow. I didn't get a chance to work on on Ghostbusters, uh, but I was supposed to. I told them I could and I was gonna, you know, but I don't know what happened. Okay. Something mm-hmm. happened, phone calls, whatever. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, you mentioned something else, though, after uh, Ghostbusters. It was the, uh, oh, the Dark uh, the dark Tower, right? I was supposed to, uh, Dark Tower, I was supposed to work on that, too, and several, I met with Ron Howard, who was directing uh, that, actually. Um, and that one had a lot of uh, iterations, actually, Um yeah, I mean, yeah. That, mm-hmm. so that one stories. seemed like it was in trouble a long time ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, Ron Howard was attached to direct. I think I don't know if he ended up producing it, but uh, yeah, that it would have been better if he had directed it because uh, he has a lot of order to the way he handles stuff. Uh, that story needed order uh, mm-hmm. in control of that chaos, you know, to make it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's uh, the thing we talked about. I mean, how do you take? Um, how do you take a, a seven-part book, a massive book series that's thousands and thousands of pages and mm-hmm. whittle it down to an hour and a half? Like, you wouldn't do, like, the three Lord of the Rings movies and just churn out an a hour and a half popcorn no. flick. So, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't even see that one. Yeah. I, I just, the interest just wasn't there. It didn't pull me in. Yeah. Got yeah. It. Um, well, you, so you mentioned getting the call uh, for Ghostbusters. So that, um, yeah. how does that work? I mean, you've got, um, you know, you've been in the industry for a long time. Um, how does, do you have, uh, like, a, do you network? Do you, is your name out there and then different directors, uh, or productions will just reach out to you and, and how, what does that process look like? I know a lot of people, um, uh, in the industry, obviously after 
30 plus years doing just one thing and that's designing creatures right mm -hmm. so every, everyone kind of knows me uh there are new people that don't know me uh but the guys that i do know re uh, refer me around and so people call me and um so i get calls like this one i think that one came through a director that i know uh um, rob letterman uh, who i've known since he was a vfx guy and now uh he's a director he did uh, goosebumps Mm -hmm. And uh, he's done, I think he did Gulliver's uh, Travels. Okay. I can't. Okay. And a couple other movies. Anyway, a really nice guy, uh, Rob. Uh, I like him quite a bit. I've known him for a very long time since uh, he and a couple other guys were part of a group called the Propeller Heads. They were like this uh, visual effects group that were working, and they were the ones helping to get Shrek off the ground back in the day. Okay. Um, so. Uh, there's people like that that I know. I mean, I've known forever, and they just refer me around, and that's essentially how uh, I got the call for Ghostbusters because uh, Rob had told them to give me a call because uh, they were looking for people on that one. So they called me up, and I said, I said yes, but uh, it never, uh, uh, you know, it it kind of fizzled out, I guess. You know, yeah. I don't know what the heck happened. Well, yeah. that's uh, that's kind of a neither do we. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of an accurate statement for <laughs> Ghostbusters. Answer the call in a, as a whole. So. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. No one's quite sure what happened. Uh, well, but, I worked on the animated series back in the day, and yeah. that's what I was telling. Duly them. noted. So, <laughs> so what kind of stuff did you um? What what did you create for that for the for the cartoon? Oh God, I try to remember back. I worked on the Sam Haynes series, uh, episode. Oh, oh cool. you are speaking my language. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It was a pretty wacky one. Uh, we, I mean, I designed sequences. I think he conjures up a, like a, a tornado of all of the ghosts mm -hmm. spinning up around him, and he's going up in the air. Uh, I designed that whole sequence uh, for that one. Uh, I designed uh, several seasons, actually, Ghostbusters. Wow. That was a big show for me. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, and it's funny. That's super cool. I, I, go ahead, Craig. No, I was just gonna say in in the in the Ghostbusters fan community. I mean, the real Ghostbusters uh, is held very dearly. Mm -hmm. uh, people have you know deep it's not, nostalgic ties. It's not even it is nostalgic, but like people still watch those. I mean, they're all on Netflix now, and and it's mm -hmm. um, people are you oh, know are they? yeah they're developing a new uh, animated Ghostbusters movie at Sony, and there's, there's a huge group of people that just let's go back, let's do the real Ghostbusters. It's it's what we. It worked. Yeah. We can make it work again, mm -hmm. but uh, that's yeah. probably not going to happen. Um, no, no it, was, <laughs> it was so much fun. <clears throat> that was a great one uh, to really just cut my teeth on and, and let myself go. I mean, I was 24 yeah. at the time, I think, uh, when I got on that show. Uh, and uh, and I, the, the, you know, the director just literally just let me go. What was that? Oh, <laughs> I live next to a busy street. Yeah, that's J Jake lives Ambulance in a, it's a very dangerous it's neighborhood. We've been There's trying to get him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> it's very scary. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, go yeah, Ghostbusters was uh, pretty much the way to, to walk into this industry as a designer for me mm -hmm. was a let loose kind of a job, man. I mean, it just it was just anything goes, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, that, uh, you know, pencils come to life. It was like the Japanese kind of, you know, items come to life kind of a thing. Yeah, you know? right, right, right. Yeah, and it was just anything, you know. You have to put a face and make this thing look alive, and, you know, it was it was, it was uh, awesome. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was like limitations for yeah. you on that. No, I mean, I went straight from that job 
into doubling up at the same time. I ended up with two jobs, um, like any real Mexican does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Dude, I, I had I had two jobs straight out of the gate. You know uh, that one, and uh, I got a job at uh, uh, Dynamation, uh, designing dinosaurs for museums. Oh that's yeah, amazing. that's very cool. So I had superstructure. You know, super study, comparative anatomy, mm-hmm. and mayhem all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and just married. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, Jake knows that. all about that marriage. I love it. <laughs> That's very, very cool. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, man. We were sitting here looking through all your stuff, like when I found you for the first time, and I was like, oh, wow, look at all this cool it stuff. And I'm like, whoa, this it stuff is amazing. Scroll. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Some Prometheus stuff, some alien yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, here's a Godzilla he made. What is happening? Yeah. Who is this man? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, it's definitely up all of all of our alleys. Yeah. And we've got yeah, a bunch everything. of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, uh, we, we try to, we're like the cross section of Ghostbusters, monsters, dinosaurs. Uh, we, we literally, so Abby, uh, and myself were married this year and mm-hmm. went on a two-week road trip, but we brought Jake uh, along. We brought Jake with us. And we just went to museums <laughs> to look at dinosaurs. Exactly. Uh, so, very, very funny. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, we went to, to the, the Stanley Hotel. Hey, congratulations uh, to the three of us. To the three of us okay. <laughs> on our podcast. Um, that is thank very, you. very, thank very you. funny. Um, oh, but, it was yeah, fun. we so, A lot of dinosaurs. Let's, um, I want to I talk about it because that's um, – Obviously, the movie is That's doing what everyone's talking about. extremely, mm-hmm. like, I guess, well. I don't think that describes oh. it. It's doing very it's well. Doing, uh, yeah, it's doing pretty amazingly. Yeah. How, does, how did you get involved with uh, the work that you did, and, and what, you know, what, was any of it used, uh, and, and what does that process look like? Uh, I got a call, uh, again, uh, I got a call, uh, and I'm not sure from how that came about, actually. I don't remember this one. But I think it was from the VFX in uh, Quebec, where they were, uh, or Montreal, yeah, Montreal, where mm-hmm. they were uh, doing all the visual effects um, out there. And they called me up and they asked me if I wanted to work on uh, the project. And I said, of course, I said, yes. How cool would that be? Right. And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I knew the director. I had met him, uh, Andy Muschietti. Uh, uh, I think it's Muschietti, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, don't ask uh, me. We've had a hard, yeah. had a hard time with that. We're working well. through it. Yeah. yeah, I hope he. If yeah. he listens, he's going to be like, "Oh, they're funny, but they've butchered me so many times." Yeah, so we're yeah, not, yeah. I'm not doing the show. I, I just call him Andy, That's Andy, because his name is Italian. It doesn't make sense to me because he's from Venezuela, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, anyway, so uh, we got along really well. I, I met him on at Universal. Uh, he hired me for a week or two to work on his version of the Mummy. That was the version that was being made before the one that they made with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. his version was a true horror film. I mean, it was out there. Um, as dark as it is, imagine a mummy movie that was that uh, dense and dark. Okay, mm-hmm. um, sounds fun. Yeah, yeah sounds it was good. actually it was pretty screwed up and weird. Uh, <laughs> even for me, uh, it was good. <laughs> so. Uh, we got along really well. His movie didn't get made. Universal wanted to do. They're doing their own commercial uh, destruction of all the yeah. Universal monsters. <laughs> that's that's a perfect yeah. way to put that. Yeah, we like it, that. Uh, we they're did just a, gonna rape. They're gonna rape their own property. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. We all saw good. the Mummy, and we oh. did an episode uh, on it. The Mummy was just just very bad. The new the Tom Cruise one. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, it it's was. just there was it wasn't even about the Mummy. I, it was just I didn't. Uh, it was, it was a total waste of a monster. Yeah, that's how I felt. 
anyway, so I knew the director, so he wanted me to work with him again, obviously, called me on this. I think we talked maybe a couple times. Essentially, what he, uh, uh, through the VFX guy, literally just had me drawing uh, for the end sequence and wanted everything just uh, me to go nuts. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want any production drawings. He just wanted me to draw. Okay. And he wanted all these loose drawings. And I said, okay. I mean, I tried to do a couple production drawings based on the reference that they shot video of these uh, two contortionists uh, uh, that mm-hmm. they had mm-hmm. in, in the studio that they were shooting, you know. And they had all this footage. They sent it to me. And I go, okay, that's cool. You know, but he didn't like that I, that my drawings started to look limited by these people, right? Mm-hmm. He said, no, 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 throw all that out. Just continue doing what you were doing. So, I mean, it was like like two months of me just going nuts, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it was, I looked forward every time I got to my drawing table. I didn't even feel like drawing all my own stuff, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, essentially I felt like I was working on my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You so, just like falling deep in You're in the deadlights. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, you know, uh, Andy draws. Yeah. And he, he gave me that uh, idea, you know, for what that would be. He also had an idea for the way that this character would be regurgitating himself in in uh, but retaining his shape on all like if you were to get yourself like a you know and just get on you know your all fours and your your mouth is open and you're regurgitating yourself mm-hmm. out but you're staying uh, contained within that shape yeah. that you are as a person mm-hmm. that's what we were supposed to have at the end of the movie. He had these two ideas, and from there, I just went crazy. You know what I mean? Essentially, yeah. uh, it was just a free for all based on those two ideas. Wow. Yeah. And what does that look like? So you you say you work for two months doing these drawings. You talk to yeah. Andy a couple times. I thought you meant what does it look like to physically push yourself out of yeah, yourself or you're on all fours? Because that's crazy. Um, uh, yeah. You just start drawing. I mean, honestly, it was just like okay, I feel like. I need to do more on this thing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. Well, I mean, and then you do something and your hand does something weird and you look at the way, oh, oh, yeah, I need longer arms. Yeah. What if the arms just came out and they were like so bent out and they had looked like they had no joints? You know what I mean? They were just waving out there. But it's still, you're not sure if it's just a, like a bend on your lens in your eyes, if you're really seeing this or if it's uh, if he's really doing that. I wanted it to feel like uh, you weren't too sure if there was something going on. Kind of like the, you know, when you think the moon is really, you know, you know, large. Mm-hmm. When it's just, uh, you know, it's it's a bend on the lens. You know what I mean? That you're looking through of the atmosphere, and it makes things look bigger. But I, I was thinking of that, say, in the room where these kids were, that the atmosphere maybe could even be bent, and so their perception of Pennywise would be. Uh, you know, different. Like an optical illusion. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you would think that he's bending all over the place when he's just, you know, he's not, maybe he is, I don't know. So I was just playing with that. Yeah. That's a pretty cool idea. And that kind of ties into the book a little bit with like just all the weird realities and stuff like that. Yeah. How it's almost like a fun house and like Nebel and like things shift. Yeah. I think anybody who's, who's maybe going to be listening to this, we should, we should throw your Instagram uh, pages out there because you've been, you know, going through and posting, you know, videos of, of just like your, you have this whole sketchbook of just it. And it's just, it's just, yeah, it's wild, crazy, insane. Like just everything you're saying, it's just like, whoa, like just thinking like 
this could have been in the movie. I don't know what this is, but this could have been in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Carlos, go. Um, we'll, we'll plug you, you know, all throughout the show, but go ahead and uh, what's the where's the best place for people to find you? I know you've got a couple Instagram pages. Yeah, the pro site is the one that's by my name, Carlos Guante, uh, on Instagram, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the ga- Gallery Anatom is more of my personal sketchbook kind of thing. You know, I sell my books on Gallery Anatom. Uh, and Gallery Anatom is the name of my website that sells all my personal work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are the two that – and it's just a sketch page. I don't do any fin- real finished work there because it's just, you know – I'm just screwing around. Mm-hmm. I do enough finished work for the industry. Right. Um, right. You know what I mean? So I just want to sit and just sketch. Right. I mean, for me, sketching is an art form, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I like the, the loose kind of energy of a drawing. Um, I think it gets lost in a lot of clean stuff that we do. I mean, it's hard. That's another thing. I mean, it's a different type of discipline to kind of keep the energy of the loose drawing and the clean thing, but I like to stay in the world of the, uh, you know, the loose drawings for my gallery anatom page. So that's the difference between the two. One's pro and one's just a sketchbook, cool. essentially. Cool. And we'll and we'll link to both of those and and, and you know promote them on uh, mm-hmm. our social media pages um, mm-hmm. because it's def- people are gonna want to check this stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting what you were just saying and about staying loose and and that being kind of. Uh, you said you do enough, you know, finished product for the industry, uh, but it sounds like the, your experience with it, at least at first, uh, you were able to stay loose and just go crazy. And, yeah, in and order maybe to that, create original ideas, you have to be loose and yeah. like, test things out. Well, I mean, that's yeah, that's why it kept me there. I mean, it kept my interest to the point where I was literally excited to go to my drawing table. Yeah, uh, I rarely, I rarely get there. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, <laughs> I imagine. Sometimes it's just I mean, work, don't, right? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. I mean, I I love everything that I do, all right? But to get excited like that mm-hmm. where I love, like, wow, man, I can't wait to just stop eating and get to the drawing table. Ooh, you know what right. I mean? Uh, right. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Do you, so once you're done after that two-month period and you turn in everything, um, how long ago is that? So the movie just came out in October. Is this a year ago, two years ago? Yeah, it was last year. It was last year. And then yeah. once you turn in the work, do you have any idea of what's going no. to be used? And No. No. And then if so, that's it. Like that's the so that's you pretty much turn it in, and you just don't really hear anything until you yeah. see the movie. Pretty much. Yeah. Is it? Does yeah. it end up like that? Pretty much with every project. You know, the only movie where the director literally called me and was very uh, nice to remember me after I was done working on the project <laughs> was uh, Denis Villeneuve on Arrival. Uh, oh, okay. okay. And, uh, Denis, Denis is a really uh, nice guy. And not that the rest aren't, but Denis is very personal uh, in that he would really talk to me, you know, about stuff. Uh, and he called me to let me know what they had to do to the visual effects and the surface of the creature, you know? Um, And I was not, he goes, you're not going to like it. I'm sorry, but you had to do it. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I, those are things, moments where I I wish that I could have been there to tell him, listen, man, I have this guy. We can make this thing in a week. It won't cost you a whole company to do it. We can do this in a week. We can give you the asset. You guys will have a really killer asset. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you guys can, uh, you know, you know, rig it and do everything that you have to do. 
but at least the asset will be killer. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. I, I saw what they did in the making of, and I'm not sure if that was the final uh, model. If it was, it was diabolically bad. But <laughs> yeah. I'm not, but I'm not sure if that was the final model, so I don't want to say anything too bad about <laughs> right. it. You know, because I don't know who did it, and I don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we did one in a week, and I did a digital printout just to, to show what we could do. Uh, and I had it at Monster Palooza uh, last, this last, not this year, last year. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and it was beautiful. I mean, they, you know, we did it like in the, I had the guy do it in a week, my, my friend, you know. That's amazing. So basically, like, what happens is, like, they, they'll get on set or whatever, and they're like, oh, this, we can't do this. Do this in digital. And they just get their people to just do it. And that's what but happens they, but, with, like. Yeah, but they, I don't know who they get. So I, I have no way, and I know nothing about what's going to happen. Essentially, right. that's what they kept trying to tell me on uh, Prometheus. The producer would call me up and said, you know, hey, we need you back. And I'm like, okay, we had to go ahead and doing this, and it's looking great. I mean, it's looking fantastic. And I'm like, all right. So I see the movie. And I'm literally ill for two days. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's you. It, it's like you. It's weird you when you go back and look at some of that stuff. Yeah, me too, yeah. man. I oh god, I had a, no, I had an issue with that film. But like, no, no, it's, yeah, I, it's like someone punched me in the stomach. Literally, I'm not even exaggerating. Oh my I god, was yeah. sick. I was I was physically sick for two days. Well, yeah. um, could you uh, could you talk about that a little bit? I mean, and all joking aside, like when you put your you know, when you're passionate about something, when this is your work, this is your, your lifeblood and how you make a living. And then you see something on screen that is just not anything close to your vision. I mean, what is, are there any specifics that were changed uh, in Prometheus that, what made you sick? Is what what was asking. stressing you out is <laughs> yeah. what we're trying to say. We talk well, about getting to... stressed out here all the time. So what, yeah, what, what stressed <laughs> you out about Prometheus? <laughs> well, look, I mean, it's, it's not even just my vision. It's just of what is worthy of the property, right? Mm-hmm. What is worthy of the director mm-hmm. that is directing the film, right? Mm-hmm. And what we had discussed. So all those things, right? You have, you've created now this kind of uh, volume of, of, of creative force that's going in one direction, right? That's around you. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so you're going with it. You're walking with it. Uh, and it's a spigot that's been turned on, okay? So all of this force is going in one direction from your perspective, right? As mm-hmm. you're working with the director, your client, right? And you're going in one direction. Someone else comes in and says, eh, what if we fix this? And for no reason, there's no rules. They don't know anything of the history of anything, and they just mm-hmm. do that. And then they, you know, another guy comes in and they fix it because they're not able to understand what the vision was. And they're literally maybe uh, their abilities are limited and they're not able to animate, say, something like that because they are not very good at what they do. You know, and you get a bunch of those, you know, in, in you know, following each other. And then you end up with this uh, chain of mediocrity watering everything down. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's and hard to keep the so, same vision for something that's like unseen almost because you're working on something that you're creating. So I get that. Yeah, but the, you're not uh, being invited to art direct, mm-hmm. which is which is the problem right now. And uh, you know we can we can tangent actually on this for just a couple minutes. Hold on. Okay. So the the problem right now is that did in makeup effects you always had a Rick Baker, Rob Bottin type of guy, yeah. right? So you had a character lead on the project, okay? 
-hmm. Now you have visual effects, right? Digital visual effects. The character leads are not there anymore. Now you have a technician that's in charge. Okay? Mm -hmm. There's no more character lead. They need to fill that spot again. Right. That spot needs to be filled because, I mean, they have art directors, but they don't have anybody that understands creatures. Instead, they have it led by a technician who actually knows nothing about characters, only knows the technical aspects of how things work, like how does a joint work. They know anatomy, and they go and study, and they learn little key phrases uh, you know that creature guys use. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They learn all these little, and they throw them around and act like they really know what they're talking about. They don't. Yeah, they talk you know like I mean? you, but they're not one of you. Right? No, 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 no. no. Now, they're not. Carlos, yeah. let me ask you. This is so, I'm really glad you brought that up. So, we see something like uh, Alien Covenant came out this year, and it didn't do yeah. so well. And you know, and, yeah. ho and Hollywood is very much like we can't believe it. You know, it's a big mm -hmm. franchise. Why didn't people like mm -hmm. it? I thought people liked. You know, they were nostalgic about Alien and, you know... We hit all the right beats, Yeah, right? we did everything we thought we were supposed to do. And then you see something like It come out and just take the world by storm. And I very much always get the feeling that whatever conversations are happening with the executives and the studios, even when it feels very obvious why It works, when I say It, I mean the movie It, I feel yes. like there's probably still having the wrong conversations. Because, like, It works because... I've, in my opinion, it's faithful to the uh, or captures the spirit of the book, and it's respectful of the source material. And it has fantastic uh, characters and a fantastic monster. Yeah, fantastic characters, fantastic <laughs> right. writing, and then you do have, uh, you know, Pennywise as a clown. You know, obviously there's digital effects, but the first time you see him, you're looking at something tangible that you could see and feel and and fear. You know, mm -hmm. and but. But the key, the key to all of that, though, is that it's authentic. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That mm -hmm. thing was genuine. Uh, it was a genuine approach, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't trying to be anything. That is a true vision that was allowed to happen. That's the difference. Say Alien, the first movie, the first movie, not the second one, right? Mm -hmm. The first Alien film was authentic, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Aliens was a fun action movie, but honestly, even back then, when I first saw the poster, I thought, oh, okay, here we go. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean? Yes. I mean, that's the first thing. My first reaction was to the poster. I thought, oh, okay, here we go. She's got a big gun. <laughs> all right. Here, all right. I, mean, I mean, already. I wasn't even ready for the tidal wave. You know what I mean? For the thickness of that water that was going to hit me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For the, gem for the decades and decades to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, uh, but so Alien was authentic. It was authentic. And you're right. What happens is that the studio heads are businessmen. They don't know anything, but they mm -hmm. think they do. You know, uh, they don't know enough to know the difference between authentic and what is a moneymaker. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, they they think that a moneymaker should be, a, you know, a brand is a brand. You know what I mean? Branding is a big word. They love to use brand, mm -hmm. you know, uh, everywhere. Um they are uh, they're business guys, and uh, they don't. Uh, their whole thing is all about just making money. They don't know anything about what we do. Yeah, they can't I mean, check for a pulse and like know if something has a beating heart that people will connect well, to. They don't know the difference between authentic and commercial. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, Andy's vision of uh, it was authentic. Mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah. It, it was it, it was like a passion project. For, it was something that he wanted to do. It's not like you get. It's not like it was you real know, horror. It was a yeah. real horror movie. It wasn't trying. 
It wasn't doing any of the really kitschy things. There right. weren't any super sexy, sexy looking chicks in this thing. You know yes. what I mean? It didn't yes. have any stupid stuff in there. It was just about these kids, and mm-hmm. the kids were actually really good. Yeah, you know? they were. Yeah, uh, they were great. Uh, uh, I haven't seen that in I, I don't even know how long. You right. know, uh, mm-hmm. it, it was just uh, I was you know I couldn't believe I worked on a good one when I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we don't forget did. Out of everything that you did, um, you know, you're talking about the final scene and and all the work that you did. Did any of your stuff, you know, did you see it in there? Did, did were you able to pick uh, out your, you know, what the, you worked on? No, just no, just a couple things. I mean, honestly, uh, the end sequence, uh, from what I understand, uh, afterwards, uh, I, I found out from one of the guys that I spoke to um, or corresponded with that the uh, the sequence was literally stopped. Uh, halfway through, uh, they ran out of money or they didn't want to spend any more money um, mm. on it. Uh, so the end sequence, as crazy it was, as it was supposed to be, was uh, essentially stopped kind of from what I understand. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I have a feeling they're well, going to have a little bit more money to play with. On the yeah. Second. Yeah. 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 Answer that, that call. Will. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but so that's 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 the difference, though. I mean, that's why the the Covenant and Prometheus movie. I mean, uh, for you know, Ridley wanted to do his own thing with Prometheus. He wanted to go off and away from Alien, right? Uh, and create something else. Uh, but the studio and the fans, uh, the Alien fans, were expecting an Alien film, and so the very first say for the very first script that I read for Prometheus was essentially a popcorn Alien film. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I mean, it yeah. was it was it was a terrible script. I mean, uh, it was all aliens, just and it was a bunch of guys just shooting uh, aliens, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, everywhere. It was just boring as hell. Oh my you god! You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I went and met with Ridley the first time after reading that script. I went and met with him, and met with sat with him for two days, and he just he literally just told me his version of this talk to me his version of the, the new script and i go well that's a lot better than the one that i just read <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. oh my and God. then i then i got that script and i really liked it i still actually have a copy of it it was it's really it was pretty good um but when and uh but the when i saw the movie uh the the characters did not seem like the ones that i was reading about mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. it, it just didn't seem the same Mm-hmm. Um, our, so our friend Damon Lindelof was involved. I know that. <laughs> I could not stand the. Uh, I don't know how they make people so stupid and think that they're believable. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's like they I, have I, to. I yeah, like these characters, you don't have to like fit into a mold. Like you can just be a human being who's part of this story. Like you don't. But I feel like it's like that thing of like, well. Where's this type character and this archetype? And we, you know, we got to have a stupid girl. We got to have a hot girl. We got to have a stupid guy. And it's just like, yeah, it's frustrating. It just, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. um, Covenant, I literally just walked in. I walked in on one version of the film when it was called Paradise and, uh, Lost, actually. It was called Paradise Lost. That's and um, worked on that. And then they shut it down. Uh, and then a year passed. And then they started it up again. Um, and then it was called Covenant. Um, I, I think it was still even called Paradise uh, Lost, actually. And it became Covenant as I was working on it, um, which I only worked on for a, you know, a couple um, months, I think. And then they shut 
they literally shut the state. This is a Ghostbusters thing where they shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. Shut us down. And that was and that was one big Twinkie. This is what. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, they shut that spigot. They shut me down creatively right as I was about to start. Um, needless to say, I lost. I had to buy a new phone after that conversation. What? Uh, oh. Because. I I I complete. I had all this energy going forward, and yeah. they shut me down and took the entire project to London. Oh. Mm. So even the design work, everything left. Mm. You know, so everything took off, and I, I was like, "Wait a minute! I just designed these two sequences, and so I could design the stuff, and you guys are taking it away from me. I don't understand." Mm-hmm. So, they, so the sequences that I designed actually made it into the film, though, oh, which is no. really really weird. The guy on the uh, went in the ship. With the thing coming out of his back. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this that is exact, almost exactly what I drew. Oh know? wow. So, um, and so, how does it work? Are you moment. considered yeah. when you when they bring you on a project like that? Uh, are you a contractor, or you're just freelance, and then you're paid? Are you paid up front for the work, or is it like what happens when they shut you down like that? Are you just are you? They just you, pay you and say thank you. Oh. See you later. God, that's yeah. garbage. Huh. It was, yeah. So, what did you think? So, I, we, I haven't. You said Prometheus made you violently ill. Uh, mm-hmm. What yes. did you, what did you think of Covenant? Because we all saw Covenant fairly recently, and all pretty much had mixed to to negative feelings mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, no, I was less offended by Covenant than I was uh, be, because of the creature work. The creature work actually offended me equally. I have to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. But since I wasn't as invested, say creature design wise. Uh, in uh, Covenant because they didn't allow me to go there. Um, they essentially just bastardized what I had done for the first film. I mean, yeah. they took the Deacon and the Deacon is just getting turned into all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I don't even know what to say about that. The Deacon was designed to come out of a man, uh, never to come out of anything other than a man. And he was supposed to be man-sized. And it's supposed to be very clean... Uh, uh, they completely, I don't know what they're doing. There's this weird mm-hmm. bulbous thing that they're doing with the head and they just screwed it all up. Uh-huh. I wanted it to be very wicked. Like, uh, uh, I wanted it to feel very wicked. I don't know what that butthole mouth thing that they yeah. did. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. That's a wicked I butthole. I don't know what to say. I know there's no other way for me to describe yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's, that's, that's a well did. said. It's just this weird thing that they did and, uh, I, I, I don't know, man. You know, I have so many thoughts, you know, uh, that I, I actually be, I'm speechless, you know, to describe half of the things that I'm talking about. You know? Right. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. we this is we really, call that stress. No, around yeah, here, that, so yeah, totally it's get some it. good stress. I mean, we we talk about these things all the time, but like for us and our listeners, like we don't always get kind of your perspective. And I wouldn't even call this like behind the scenes. It's just you're out there working, creating these creatures, being obviously brought on to projects for properties that you care about. Like mm-hmm. you're obviously There's passion, right? Yeah. You're passionate so you're about invested. what you're doing. You're passionate about alien. Uh, and, and what you said was a very authentic film and you're probably trying to recapture that and put your own spin on it and to, and to see it kind of bastardized is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's worthy of the director involved. Right. And that's what, mm-hmm. that's what doubly angers me is that there's a lot of these guys out there that are all, you know, hugging mm-hmm. each other. Because they worked on this movie, and I'm thinking none of you should have been on this film. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, they should have taken too. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have put in people that actually cared about the project and the director. 
to make him look a certain way. You know what I mean? Right. And to yeah. uh, keep things, uh, uh, you know, linked mm-hmm. to that first film, you know, uh, in the quality level. Yeah. To literally work beyond your paycheck to work and to care. You understand that what I'm saying here is offensive, though, to most people in these corporate offices. Oh, yeah. You know, you're not supposed to, you're, you can't yeah. care about your work. You just have yeah. to do what you're told. Right. You want you checks and I mean? balances. So, yeah. You want, like, right. accountability. Absolutely. Yeah, they don't like crazy people that care because no. then you could be, you could actually end up with the you know passion and care and then you might lose your temper. But you know, it's, get nuts. But it's oh, I know all about that. We get nuts. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was reading something about James Gunn recently, and obviously he's had tons of success uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy. But I guess a couple years ago he he pitched, uh, I guess what would have been an authentic throwback of creature. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon uh, to Universal, uh, uh-huh. and and uh-huh. from from what I was reading, it, it was just like a big like, no, who the hell are you? Get out! Like, there's no way we would ever do this. But like, I, I imagine that it would have probably been pretty damn good. And then mm-hmm. you know, you see him go on to be successful, and then Hollywood's like, where'd this guy come from? He's like, he's there's people yeah. like this under your nose that if you just paid attention, yeah, and, and didn't and and stopped wondering why Alien Covenant only made sixty million dollars or whatever, like. Scratching your head, like mm-hmm. there's, you know, learn how to spot authenticity. Now right? I'm getting mad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're always mad. We stay mad. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's a, it's it. Well, it, I mean, if you care about stuff, right, you tend to express yourself with a little bit of care, right? Yep, right. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I say it. I mean, that's why I always like to watch interviews, like say with uh, Bruce Lee. He seems like he's angry, but uh, like he's not. He's just speaking and he's biting and chewing on the words. He cares about what he's talking about, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like to talk to people like that that are like that, you know, that actually care. You know, mm-hmm. uh, people are like to. There's, I mean, there's this kind of thing where you're, you know, you're supposed to just be pleasant all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's not. The, what, what do you get out of that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what you get? Un, you, there's, there's no effect. You get. You're not affected by that. You know. Um, so there's no event that happened in that conversation. It is meaningless, and you will have, go away with nothing. You mm-hmm. know, uh, um, you know. I don't know. No, no, I, preach. I, I'm like, yes, wave <laughs> your freak flag and do your weird thing. Absolutely, reach into the depths and explore and splash but it on the page. Care. Absolutely, yeah, just to, to care a little bit. Right. That's mm-hmm. all. You know. Yeah, and I think um, I think that was one thing that happened uh, with Ghostbusters last year mm-hmm. is that. So I don't know what you've – I personally like uh, uh, The Force Awakens. I know there's people out there who don't like it. But what what I did like was that even though J.J. Abrams is a huge director and he maybe at this point he is uh, one of those Hollywood types mm-hmm. uh, that yeah. we've been talking about. But I do feel like he was passionate about Star Wars and grew up as a fan and cared about the franchise. And um, it's like what you're saying. If, if people actually cared more uh, – about what they were working on. It's not just caring about like their work, but just being passionate about the, the project or the, uh, the franchise or the property, or, or even if it's completely original work, just going in with a vision and, and not being a, like a drone. Uh, that mm-hmm. would just, that would make my movie going experience so much better. On a and it might make some more I, money. I, yeah. <laughs> well, it would, I mean, you know, uh, it's gen, it's a general concept though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is just to say what you do. To, to put the time into what you're doing and to care about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whatever you're doing to care about that thing that you're doing, right. you know, 
uh, people just kind of walk through life and they don't really care. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I personally don't understand it. You know, if you don't care about it, then why do it? Do something else. Mm-hmm. Do something that you really, really care about it. You know, and just do that thing, man, and care about it. That's all. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Yeah. This is like uh, motiv- I like this, this. is the best interview ever. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's so motivational. Carlos, what um? So what? Do you have any like uh, projects or properties that you've always wanted to work on and haven't had the chance to that that would be like your your dream projects? Well, I got to work. Um, well, when I got the call <laughs> from Ridley uh, and worked with him on the first uh, Prometheus, uh, uh, Prometheus, uh, working with Ridley was pretty much a big circle for me, uh, being that I was fourteen uh, when the first film came out, right, and. I had to drag every aunt and uncle that came to visit from Mexico uh, to the theater because I wasn't old enough to uh, see it in the theater on my own. They wouldn't allow me in because I was a rated R. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to drag every single adult that I could get my hand on. I mean, <laughs> to take me to the movies, you know, and yeah. see this movie. So now that I got to work with Ridley uh, on that, that was a big deal, regardless of what, you know, the movie, uh, you know, turned out. You know, like, and I, you know, the experience on it and working with him was phenomenal. Okay, um, and That's awesome. uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, you know, the Star Trek films. Uh, I did work on the last Star Trek film, but uh, it wasn't. Um, I literally was I was rushed through so fast. I didn't know what I was doing on that film. Um, I didn't know, and honestly, I don't feel like I delivered on that one because I wasn't didn't know what the hell I was doing. They just said, dude, you know, do something. We need something, you know, you know, you know, and we need it in two days. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. What am I designing? Mm-hmm. Makeup or what is this? What am I drawing? You know, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Just draw some really cool just stuff. Just draw it. Two days. Oh. You, you turn Deadline. in a portrait of, uh, you just yeah. draw a picture of Leonard Nimoy. You're like, here, two days. I got like, it. Star Trek. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't even know what to do. You know what I mean? Right. It was just crazy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, you know, I never worked on a Star Wars film, even though I was at ILM for over a decade. They never asked me to work on it. And I'm the character guy there. <laughs> they never asked me to work on a Star yeah. Wars film, okay? Instead, they had kids working on it. Uh, doing the characters. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. then, uh, you know, not all kids. They had Ian McCake there, who's a monster. Uh, and then, uh, um, so never worked on a Star Wars film. Would love to have worked on one. Um, Maybe now would be an interesting time to work on uh, one of them, you know, mm-hmm. right. uh, because some of these directors are venturing off into these, you know, time. yeah, interesting stories, you know, uh, outside of the in the world, but not necessarily linked to the storyline, you know, right, right, Which right. I, I like that. I like it because then it's just the science, you know, it's science fiction. Now you can, mm-hmm. you know, go and have fun science fiction fantasy. Right. Um, You're not beholden to other people's like. Designs. Right. Exactly. Although it seems now, you think that, and then the directors keep getting <laughs> fired. So <laughs> yeah, that's maybe, funny. maybe you know, maybe they got more control. Uh, or the uh, Disney, you know, yeah. who knows, man. Yeah. Right. I mean, Disney's a big corporation, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, they are uh, honestly, you know, years and years ago when I was first trying to get into this industry, uh, taking my portfolio into that place. Um, I literally walked in and out of that place the first time because the lady was so rude at me at the front, just dropping my portfolio off. Uh, I I literally couldn't take it. I just said, I'm not going to be talked to like this. I took my portfolio back and I walked out. 
And I then I walked back again. I was invited. I dropped off. The guy comes to get me to interview me and doesn't look back. It doesn't say hello to me. He comes to get me and he just starts walking down the hall. I watched him walk away from me. And I mean, I was a young guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this guy. I have no ego or anything. I just couldn't believe how they treated people. I watched this guy walk away, just kind of looked at me and just started walking away from me. Uh, and I stood there at the edge of the hall and watched him walk all the way down to the end of the building. And then he just looked back at me and waved at me to come, you know? Ugh. And uh, I said, okay, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. Right. I can't work for a place like this. And yeah. so I, I, I never worked for Disney. Now they're in charge of Star Wars. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of a place. That's so crazy though. Cause it's like, that was, you know, you, you were young, whatever it was 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And it's like, that moment sticks with you and like mm-hmm. people don't forget stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I never understand, yeah. like, I don't care how big your company is. Like, I don't care. Like, just like be respectful. Yeah. Be people. excellent to each other. Be yeah. a decent human being. Yeah. So, so you don't forget. That um, well, you know, yeah. well, yeah, it was, a, yeah, it was a weird experience there. Yeah. So it always gave me a bad taste in my mouth. Um, oddly, they were right across all the shops, the makeup shops were in that area. So I would work around uh, Disney uh, off of Flower and Sonora in uh, Burbank uh, because Rick Baker's shop was right there. Spectral Motion was right down the street. Right. Kyoto Brothers were right down there. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, we just met those guys. Steve, we yeah. just met those guys. Yeah, it was very cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. I, love, I love those guys. Yeah, They're nice crazy, dudes. crazy dudes, yeah. They're so uh, nice. That was, my, so that was my first job. Yeah. That was my first job in, say, the Hollywood leaving uh animation you know what i mean okay tv mm-hmm. animation uh, the ghostbusters kyoto brothers uh you know all at the same time very cool that's amazing yeah, yeah. Cool. what did you what did you design with them just out of curiosity kyoto, oh a uh, cup of noodles commercials <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah they're hilarious yeah uh, they were in japan uh i did i sculpted the prehistoric deer a, a ground sloth <laughs> a squid and uh, some other stuff. Oh, uh, I think there was a a Panasonic commercial that we did. A, <laughs> we did a chameleon that I didn't know what I was sculpting, man, honestly, until I saw the commercial. <laughs> I, it was just a chameleon, and I thought a cartoony chameleon until I saw it in the commercial. And then there were all these Japanese kids riding on his back. Oh, God. <laughs> and, it, and, and it was flying through the sky, and it was for a Panasonic commercial. That's like, amazing. What? I was like, what the hell? Whoa. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> they're That's really they're crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> before before we wind down, I wanted to ask you, there's a, on your Instagram you have a, a a design of what you refer to as Snow Kong, and you said it was for a failed Monster Universe uh, concept. So uh, could you talk about that? Because it's just – we all loved uh, – Skull, Skull Island, Island, and you know we're excited about King Kong versus Godzilla and, and all that. Um, I just was kind of wondering about that design because I, I really liked it a lot. Uh, that was uh, for um, there was a, an executive that was at uh, I'll just leave it anonymous at the big <laughs> studio that owns the property. Okay, you can mm-hmm. figure this out. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and he's no longer there. Okay. Uh, but at the time, he was trying to get this uh, uh, idea of because he came from a, a big animation house, right? And uh, he had a history, uh, uh, you know, of working and preparing uh, uh, pitches. 
So we understood how to uh, get the groundwork laid out. So that way, uh, properties have a pool of, uh, of uh, assets to grab, you know. And so for the Godzilla universe, he saw it coming. He wanted us to design, or he came to me to start designing uh, characters that would be secondary characters for the Godzilla universe. Mm-hmm. So they would be the extra monsters uh, that would be like, say, and destroy all monsters, right? Right. So that's where uh, the Snow Kong came from. Uh, there would be a giant abominable version of King Kong, you know. Uh, That's such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I want to see that. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, we were we sat there, drank coffee, and we were just shooting our guns in the air, man. I put my gold caps on my teeth and my bandoliers and my big velvet sombrero. And yeah. I was just shooting my guns. It was a hilarious conversation. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I love, I'm in love with that. I want like an 18 by 24 print of that in the living room. Yeah, it's, I just think it's, it's very great. cool. It's very cool. It's very, very um, cool. And are you involved going forward with the the monster universe? No, I. You know, you know, I actually have a funny story about this. I uh, pitched legendary uh, Godzilla prior yeah, to them doing the, the film. Yeah, I came in with them. I worked on God that I had a job, you know, but. Uh, I, uh, I essentially I, I heard that there were rumors that they were going to start uh, thinking about Godzilla at Legendary, uh, and so I said, okay, I went off for a year. I just sat and just started working on the design, pulling all the Godzillas that I loved together, and trying to see what would work structurally, how he could be, you know, loose and really animated, uh, and still look like Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to change him. I wanted it to be Godzilla, right. but a really cool version. The very first black and white Gojira, but then pulling in some of the like Monster Zero Godzilla, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and um, and I thought, well, what the hell? I got to do King Ghidorah. So I did King Ghidorah, but I laid him down on the ground. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted him to walk on all fours and to be a real threat to Godzilla. And so I gave him all this stuff, and they just kind of looked at me and go, you know, shrug their shoulders and go, ah, that's cool. And then they went ahead and made their movie. And then that was you know? it. They were just like, thanks for sending us that. Cool. It uh, looked they, great. I, I was looking at that stuff. And, and and I saw that stuff before I even, you know, I'm a huge Godzilla fan. So, like, that stuff that I saw art, I saw that art whenever it was, you know, unveiled. Like, some some Godzilla websites put that out before I even knew, you know, put two and two together and knew who you were. But, yeah, it looks good. And and, 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 and Ghidra looks great with it, with, with his wings kind of on the ground like that. It, ma- it makes a little more sense, you know, in like a, re- a real world kind of thing. And I mean, yeah, I, guess, I, mean I, I guess we're going to see what they're doing with that soon, but. Well, you know, I, I can, I, yeah, I, yeah, I worked on this uh, last version that they're uh, working on. I, I, just, I did the design for one of the characters. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You, so, you can uh, you can um, direct message me that later. <laughs> yeah, Jake just did like a little winky face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're 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 working on that one. You know. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. We can cool. leave it at that. Yeah, we don't that's, have to... that's all I can say nope, about. That's all we need to know. That's all. It's a fun. Yeah, I'll tell you nice. this. That's fun. I'll tell you this. The fact that they're doing King Kong versus Godzilla, and I'll, I probably won't be involved in that, um, is uh, hurt. It actually is uh, it, that hurts little because that's one of my favorite childhood movies is mm-hmm. Godzilla and War of the Gargantuas, by the way. But oh, now that I put it out in the air, someone's going to make it and uh, destroy. Yeah, you just <laughs> you know said that. right, yeah. right. They're working on it right now. Yeah. Right. Yep. Somebody I don't know that doesn't care about it. <laughs> yes. They're going to put yes. out a documentary called "Destroy All of Carlos Wante's Monsters." <laughs> <laughs> 
It would be great. <laughs> yes. um, I, and now that they're, they're going to do it. Right, you just man. said it. Yeah. Now yep. it's out. It's in mm-hmm. the universe. Um, well, cool. Well, listen, we really appreciate you spending some time with us. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we'll be able to do it again because I feel like all of us can talk literally all day about mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's no shortage of movies being made. I mean, and all these old, like, at least sci-fi is not going anywhere. Like all these old franchises are, are coming back and horror movies are coming back. And we were just reading yesterday. We were going to talk about it uh, this week or next week about, uh, you know, James Cameron's bringing Terminator back again yeah. and Linda Hamilton. So uh, hopefully, you, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens, you know, like, yeah. on, on paper, it sounds interesting, but then it's yeah. like, uh, well, Dune, Dune is coming too. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. There you go. So and uh, I hear uh, that it could be with Denny again. Uh, okay. Denny was on. Uh, I think he was talking to Legendary about that one. That was in the trades, so I can huh. say that. Right. So okay. uh, if that's the case, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Sicario at all. Uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, you should see it. Um, mm-hmm. I used to visit that area of Mexico like every other year because mm-hmm. uh, I had I had, I had family there, and it was a nice place. Um, and then when it went to the hell that it turned into with all the gang activity yeah. there, uh, that's where the movie uh, actually is taking place in that period oh, wow. with all the gang. And it is pretty wild, man. Yeah. I mean, that that movie is good. It Politically, too, it just shows the politics of the you know police department and all that sort of thing. Yeah. It's a pretty – that movie is done really, really well. Yeah. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. You should see that one. Okay. In my, right on. in my in my opinion, that's my favorite movie outside of Arrival that he's done. Okay. Uh, okay. That one is really good. Cool. People always bring up The Prisoner and all these other movies, but uh, Sicario is still is my favorite that he's done. Uh, it's real good. Cool. Um, that's very cool. We'll check that out. We'll check that out. I mean, it's yeah. always fun to watch good movies. Yeah. <laughs> Look so. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. while yeah. I have you, I might as well ask. I have this prediction. Um, I know you seem to uh, be a fan of Ridley Scott. I, I hope the movie's great, but I don't think Blade Runner is going to do that well financially, because I don't feel I don't. I'm not getting the vibe that people are talking about it. And you know, I could be dead wrong. We haven't really talked about this on the podcast, so maybe I'm just speaking out of line at this point. But I no, no, I, I hope so. I mean, it, again, it's not a Ridley movie. I mean, he was involved only on the out, you know, kind of on the outer kind of rim. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a Denis Villeneuve movie. Okay. Uh, he's a director, and that dude, when he gets in, uh, he's in charge of a film. It's his film. Right. Uh, he's a no nonsense dude. Uh, okay. He does not play games. So it is his movie. Uh, Ridley is the producer on that, only because it, it was his. It's his prop. I mean, essentially, it's his property. Outside of the fact that he doesn't own it, I mean, the studio owns it, but that's his guy. I mean, that's his baby, right? right? Uh, that he. So, um, but Denny is taking it. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I mean, Ridley didn't even want to. He just looked at it as a fan film, uh, you know. Right. Um, right. So, but I, I don't think I don't think Denny is seeing it that way. Um, uh, I did work on a sequence in that, and actually, it's in the trailer. Oh. Uh, you can see, um, uh, we did it actually. Uh, uh, my, that guy I was telling you about that, you know, hey, we could do it in a week, right. you know, kind of a guy. <laughs> well, I brought him in on that one, and we did all the when they're walking through that line of uh, figures in those glass kind of cases. Uh, okay. We did all that. Yeah. Okay. So wow. Very that, cool. It's not CG. They, those are practical things that are really there. Cool. Uh, 
it's a pretty wild sequence, especially because right. of the way it was done. You know, um, very cool. So cool. That's awesome. And I, I guess I should clarify when I say I don't think it's going to do very well. I guess what I'm saying is that you you see what ha- I mean. Blade Runner has a like a cult following, but I don't know if mainstream audiences are going to flock to it the way that maybe they should. I guess that's they what might I'm not. Going. A lot of people might be looking at that, not really knowing what it is or knowing that it's you know a sequel. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. No. 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 I mean, I understand what you're saying. Um, the first one, pretty much everyone hated it when it came out. Um, I rem- I remember. I mean, I was literally defending it to everybody. You know, <laughs> Yo, guys, uh, this is good. Yeah. 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 And I go, you guys are idiots. It's good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, sounds like Jay. Time's gonna time's gonna tell on this one. Right. I go, you guys will see. That's what I tell everyone. You'll see. I'm right and you're wrong, but there it might take a couple. Of years, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. But I, I knew that that one was good. I just, I think it was hard for people to see Han Solo uh, in, a, in, a, in a drier take. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. he, was, he was still really hot, really uh, very much Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And, and they couldn't see him playing something else. It was hard for people to wrap their heads around it. I, I remember. I, I just, uh, you know, so. Right. And they didn't like the movie. They just didn't get it. Right. I, I just, people were right. really ripping on it, so. Yeah. Well, we'll see do? what Ryan Gosling can do. <laughs> he can save it. We'll you know, I'm not a Ryan Gosling fan. Yeah. But I saw the trailer and I was really happy. I was like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the visuals it, are people are gonna walk out and be like, uh, I'm still attached to him in La La Land. I don't buy it, and they're just gonna walk out. <laughs> and, and Carlos, yeah. Carlos is gonna be outside of the theater going, guys, this is good. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you idiots? I'll have my sign made already. Yeah. What are That's you? Uh, he planned calling us idiots. Look, he right. wrote a sign. <laughs> he made a sign. He printed it out. Uh, well, listen. So we've got Carlos Wante. You can find him and his artwork on Instagram at Carlos underscore Wante. And then uh, your other page um, with all your personal sketches is uh, Gallery Anatom. Gallery Anatom. And yes. uh, man, we just really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Check got, it out, guys. It sounds like you've got a wealth of, uh, of stories. Mm-hmm. So. We really would love to have you back on, and um, I think absolutely. Our, I think our uh, I've enjoyed myself. It's just flown by. So. Yeah, I think our yeah. listening audience will uh, like very... that flying chameleon that all the kids rode in yeah, that like commercial. The, <laughs> Japanese kids um, the flying chameleon. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Uh, no, we like I said, man. We, we just really appreciate your time. Yeah, uh, thanks for and, and the, we appreciate sharing. the insight. Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate you guys. I hope I made sense. It's very difficult to kind of describe some of the creative stuff. You know what I mean? And I realize that. I kind of get, uh, you know, uh, tongue-tied a little bit with a lot of that description. Oh, you know, no, so I, no. It makes sense. Uh, we all, We're picking we all up at, yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, don't realize the, the process of how a movie's made or when you see uh, a visual effect or a practical mm-hmm. effect on screen, not realizing, you know, the amount of time and effort put into, you know, sketching it out and then doing, you know, the artwork. Bringing and, it to life. The production yeah. art. And Capturing it on screen. The, the entire thing. So I think... It's just a, it's a really interesting process, and uh, I just think it's awesome that you've got to make a career out of uh, designing. Mon- oh, we didn't we didn't talk about Batman Forever. Oh my God! Yes. We just think it's oh. cool you worked on Batman Forever. <laughs> yes, we're, we're like Batman yeah. Forever apologists. Yes, we, I like that. Movie. I have like a screen accurate <laughs> yes. Riddler costume that I made with like sequence based it. on the end of the they movie. Love it. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, dude. I have like a whole shelf of like collectibles from the movie. So yeah. That is very, very funny. Yes. And I specifically (laughs) like the design of that movie and like the visuals and like the color palette. So yes, I'm actually a huge fan. (laughs) 
There you go. This is the first time I've come across anybody that actually liked that movie. Oh, <laughs> there you go. dude. That's us. Yes. We're somebody, somebody's you. Somebody's got to like it. All right. It's yeah, me. We, we could have so talked about that. Oh, That's I can funny. prove it. Yeah. Well, maybe next time we'll, we'll have our, our, our we'll we'll do a breakdown of Batman Guilty Forever. pleasure. It'll be good. It'll be we'll good. talk yeah. about it. Cool. Yeah, I can't got. Yeah, there's stories maybe I can't share on that. Oh, video. but later after hours. <laughs> if it yes. involves Joel Ooh, Schumacher, this we is a hear. tease. I'm so oh, excited. Oh yeah, yes they do. Okay, yes. cool. Oh boy. I'm. No, so they excited. don't. They don't. Joel, I swear. Okay, I Joel. Yeah, yes. they don't involve Joel. Joel, Schumacher. if you're listening, please call in. And yes. We'll, 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 yes. We'll things yeah. to talk about. Oh yeah, we'll set you up. We'll have Joel Schumacher on the other line. Yes. Like, guess he's joining us. Just don't. Uh, well, Carlos, we appreciate it. Uh, we thank you very much, and uh, we want everyone to go check out your artwork. And uh, yeah, I'm sure Jake would appreciate you know just a couple Pennywise sketches <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> Send them right over; it'll be good. Yeah, uh, uh, you guys are fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we appreciate we have- it, man. All right, man. Have a good night. Yeah. All right, night, you dude. too. All right, thank thanks. you. Bye, dude. Bye. Thanks. Okay, bye.